and Yock, another edition of our podcast, DJ and Yock Soccer Talk. All right. I don't know where you're going. So. New England's countering. Okay. The ball's played back to the top of the 18. Gustavo mm-hmm. is running unimpeded. No defender closing him down. What are you thinking, RSL fan? My wife can tell you exactly what I was thinking. Did you blurt out a bad word in front of the kids? I blurted out, what in the world are y'all doing? That's what I blurted out. Maybe you had a bad word mixed in there, but that was a scary, scary moment. You have their best player unimpeded coming towards the top of the box, and he has the mercy of the goal sitting there right, right in front of him. And holy smokes, does he sky it. <laughs> Airmail. Oh my God! Put some extra postage on that. Yeah, well, up, up and away, and my beautiful balloon. They'd already sing it. They already smashed two <laughs> shots off of the post in that. Oh, they already the hit the frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. They had their chances. Oh yeah, but remarkably, Bo plays that cross in, mm-hmm. not to the top of the six. It's inside the six. Correct. And somehow that ball pops straight up in the air and goes over the bar. I don't know how that one even got around the... But it's happened before. We've seen freakish things before. Yeah. I saw... um, I don't know if you remember, Nat Borchers once slid in and was like two yards out from the goal and somehow popped up. And I can't remember who the striker was, but But, somebody in Kansas City did the same thing. Okay. And when Robbie Finley went to England, Mm -hmm. was it Nottingham Forest? Nottingham Forest, yes. He popped one up. So I started thinking... I can't believe that no. happened. I start thinking, no, I've seen it there. I've I think seen it there. I've seen it the there. Most, you know, the most famous is Wando in the quarterfinals, like in the World Cup. He, oh, you got to bring that up. I oh, just you got to be that to. wasn't in the quarters. Oh, sorry, it was, it was to, to go get to the quarters. Okay, the round of sixteen. I'll never let him. Live that At least down. that ball was up in the air, though. That was that was up in the air. He's I mean, still, this is on the ground. I know it, but so RSL gets a point. Yes, they did. They Credit played the that. second choice lineup that we mm-hmm. talked about last week. Yep. And more of you should listen to the podcast. See, those of you who do listen to the podcast, you're more informed than the rest. You of had an idea of what was going I on. I had an idea. I honestly I didn't know for sure they'd do it. Gotcha. But I didn't know Sam was going to start. Well, that was just a little bit of a surprise. Douglas yeah. picked up a, uh, a knock. Not Douglas Martinez, you're speaking of. Junior to you. Oh, sorry. Junior. I apologize. Thank you. No, that's fine. Uh, so I, I think that the guys who did start, um, Herrera. Correct. They don't have four outside backs. They, don't. they have three with Tony it's very not being clear. able to play. They have three. I did think it was interesting. Usually they move him to left to put Brooks to the right, but they decided let's have Herrera, and they needed the speed to match up on the left side, and they thought Lennon had the athleticism for yeah. some of the matchups they expected to encounter. Hey, I thought he and Corey combined well and created some opportunities. They did. No finishing, but I thought they're – you know, it, um, it's easy when you don't get many chances to play – to mm-hmm. get amped up, and then you're on turf. And I thought Brooks played a couple of balls, just perfectly weighted balls on the turf. He really had to, you know, you're a golfer. It's like putting on a yeah. super fast green, right? Okay, they I know I want to hit it, yeah, but I can't hit this 20-footer like it's a 20-footer. i got to hit it like it's a 10-footer. You hit it like a 20-footer. And he did it. He played, I thought yeah. he played Corey in, and then Corey didn't get a shot off. Yeah, Corey was barking for a penalty. Yeah. I thought that one was, he sold it. And he he didn't have much of a hit on that. But. Also, you let him play. Exactly. They let him play. There was a bunch of stuff in that game that could have, you know, the the Revs wanted a handball, Correct. but he was pulling yeah, his he was arms in front, and he was away. just sliding yeah. it around and back. He mm-hmm. didn't make himself that much bigger, but it still hit his arm. Judgment call. Yeah. But it was, basically, all those judgment calls, it was 
play on. They just it's a no call. Let it play. Yeah. Gonna, we're going to let you play. And that was that was a positive, I thought, because there are many matches we've seen that the get, whistle just keeps stopping uh-huh. the flow of play. O- over officiated. <laughs> right. This one they let it flow a little bit and it was nice. So RSL picks up a point on the road, which they would have taken before they left Salt Lake. Oh, absolutely. Said, you're not flying, yeah. but we'll give you one point. And you just play a scoreless <laughs> draw. Take it. Yes. You're 47 points. You're sitting in fifth place currently. You're just three points out of number two behind Seattle there. Yep. Minnesota United sitting in third. And then LA Galaxy, who you face on Wednesday night, one point in front of you. Three games left. If mm-hmm. RSL wins the last three, two of the three are at home. Two or the three are against teams below the playoff line. Correct. So winning all three is not a big ask. And having said that, you know, they could walk out of here with three points in the next nine. But That'd be bad. Well, if the Galaxy come in and win, if you go to Vancouver and you lose again, yeah, you're looking at three points there. Yeah. Uh, and look at me taking three for, against Houston for granted. I really <laughs> did, didn't I? But if you do that, you win those last three, then RSL will either be the two or the three seed. It depends on what Minnesota does down the stretch. Well, and we're looking at this, DJ. You you nailed this earlier on this year. You said 50 points. It's the number. You hit the number. Everyone likes to act like different sports are like their own thing and there's no comparisons. But the parallels Mm -hmm. between basketball and soccer, (laughs) having played a lot of basketball when I was a kid, you're constantly trying to create three-on-twos and two-on-ones. It's numbers advantages. It's totally right. But it's the same thing in football. We hear about the RPO in in college and NFL football. Well, it's a numbers game. It's true. You have four guys versus three guys. Normally, you're going to win. So... And in the NBA, 50 wins is a good season. Yes. In Major League Soccer, 50 points is a good season. It comes down to the Galaxy, and now they've rested most of the guys. Correct. Not Herrera, not Sam. We'll see how that works out. Does Well, and Demir also played. And Demir also played. Mm-hmm. So do Sam and Demir each get one of the next three off so they don't play three games in three days? You would think so. Sam... I would almost guarantee Demir, I don't know. Gotcha. Demir, in the words of one person, he plays old man soccer. I don't want to go into who said that. It That's was very okay. funny. We all laughed. But the fact is, he's not a burner. Yeah. He's checking back to the ball. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, it's not that he doesn't run because he does, but he picks his spots. And, you know, some guys run and they run themselves right out of space into a defender. Yeah. And Demir picks the spots and tries to run to space. His those second runs into space after somebody's already been dragging the, you know the the center backs down to the top of the six, are great. So he picks his spots. We'll see. He might play and get subbed off. Do I don't believe he'll play all two seventy, sixty or seventy minutes. You yeah. know, Freddie Warris doesn't really substitute at the hour mark. No, he doesn't. He likes, he likes to leave a starting eleven out there and get another ten minutes out of him. You get to seventy, he seems about seventy. Then he'll yeah. make a move. Yeah, a lot of coaches like to go with sixty, but he really, he, he really d- does. He has proven that. Yeah, he'd rather let them play a little bit longer and then then make the move. So now the question is, RSL can they take advantage of the Galaxy? Yeah, they score a lot of goals, but they give up a lot of goals too. And the Galaxy have kind of turned this thing around a little bit, DJ. We were talking about them, what, two weeks ago, and they might fall out of the playoff hunt here. And that still could happen, but... I don't think so. I think they're in. I think they're in, but they've turned it around a little bit. So here's the interesting thing. After this big game head-to-head with RSL Mm -hmm. hosting the Galaxy Wednesday night, and they got the 2009... Correct. um, The 10-year anniversary. The 10-year anniversary, and they're putting Javi's name up. Mm -hmm. So after that, they both play Houston and Vancouver. Oh, I didn't notice that. I missed that. It's the exact... The Galaxy have Vancouver, and then they finish by going to Houston. Okay. 
RSL has Houston come in, and then they go to Vancouver. Vancouver. Okay. So if you're looking for the two teams that have the cake scheduled down the stretch, whoever wins this game, and they might draw, but coming out of this game, both teams should take six points. So if the Galaxy win or draw, Mm -hmm. they should be thinking, we'll get the last six and we'll finish in front of RSL. Well... If they win or draw and they get the last six, they're also going to finish in front of FC Dallas, San Jose, and Portland. So the Galaxy are thinking, if we get a result here, then we'll get six points. We're opening the playoffs at home. Correct. And with seven or nine down the stretch, they could end up passing Seattle or Minnesota. Seattle and Minnesota have to play each other. They do. So there's a decent chance that the Galaxy will get to the three seed Mm -hmm. and get to the other side of the bracket, which I have been told is not a good expression that they're going to be reseeding the playoffs, that it's not a hard bracket. Oh, it is reseeded every round. But, okay. and I haven't seen anything from official from the league on that, Okay, but um, as, as a three, you can't face the one. No. Whether the reseeded expression or not. is yeah. spot on. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be the lowest seed. You're not going to see the no. LAFC. Although I have to say, looking at the recent form, there's, a, I, there's been a dip. I'd rather play L.A. or Seattle than play mm-hmm. Minnesota. Yeah. And that sounds ridiculous to say because Minnesota has no brand recognition. They're thir- three years in the league, and this is the first year they've been a playoff team. They finished 10th the last two years. But I saw a really interesting piece on MLSsoccer.com, and I can't mm-hmm. remember which of the guys wrote it, but that the recipe for success in Major League Soccer, okay, and RSL kind of follows it but not exactly, is the league – is a salary cap league. And then they start letting in the DPs and then the allocation money. And Tam, Gam, most of yeah. the money, the TAM, the GAM, the DPs, mm-hmm. that's getting spent on goal stores. It Correct. started with pure strikers, and mm-hmm. now you're seeing a lot of midfielders come in too. Because yeah. everybody everybody pretty much has three to six high-paid players. Mm-hmm. Center back is under pressure to deal with all these high-paid guys, but very few clubs are spending a lot of money on center backs. The recipe that has worked historically has been bring in an MLS veteran center back okay. because it's a big upgrade yeah. over the average overmatched center back. Gotcha. That's why all these goal-scoring records are falling. Mm-hmm. And so Seattle brings in Chad Marshall, and they win an MLS Cup. You go back to Portland, they bring in Nat Borchers. They win an MLS Cup. Now, when RSL won theirs, they didn't bring a guy in. They brought Borchers back from Europe. Correct. Right? Yes. And I can't remember right now where they found Olave. Was he in the league? I thought he was in the league. He I was think he was. Bulls. I think he was. So, you really can go back even further. Yeah. But there were a lot of recent examples. Now, Minnesota did that this year with Opara. They did. Eichel they brought in Eichel Right. Hello. And everybody's like, why'd you spend so much money? Well, look, you know. Hey, look over here. At least yeah. take away the easy goals, the simple stuff. Make people be creative. Mm-hmm. Make people be, you know, really talented. And if you got to tip your cap, okay, you do. But you take away the simple stuff. You take away the easy stuff. Yes. Now, RSL bringing Natum in from England. Okay, he's not an MLS guy. But at the same time, you're bringing a guy who's played in the EPL in the championship. He's played against the best of the best. And, you you know, I always talk about where the best leagues in the world, and there are plenty of people who think the championship is the sixth best league. You get past the elite European leagues, and the championship's not far behind that, even though it's the second division in England. So it'll be interesting to see if that pays off down the stretch. And LA's given up 50 goals. 50. You've got to be thinking 50. you can go score in this match and win this match. 50. Yeah, they put yeah it, well, but it's a on scores, too. They've scored 51. I get that. <laughs> the only team in the West above the playoff line that has scored more goals than Galaxy is LAFC. Ironically, the Rapids have 54 goals now. Below the playoff hmm. line, don't look like they're going to make it, but... 
Good for them. Kind of odd uh, that they've got that many goals. Of course, they've given up 60. So, for the Galaxy, they score a lot of goals, they give up a lot of goals. Don't freak out over the first goal. You want to have it, but it feels like there's a lot more. We get Zlatan versus Natum once again. Let's do this thing. <sighs> you know, there was nothing there, man. Zlatan I I I, horse-collared him to the ground at midfield in L.A. for no just, apparent reason. I love the fact that Natum just went after him. I loved yeah. it. That was just me. All right. I mean, he's not going to be intimidated by Zlatan. No. He's kind of like, I played in England. There's I've big games against, all over the I've place. I've played against all of your type. Yeah, Don't worry, right. I've done this. Yeah, I've been, been there, there, done that. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple other things going on in the playoff race. Is RSL in? They have not clinched, but I think they're pretty much in. How about Portland getting shut out at home three games in a row? One Correct. point out of nine. They are below the well, playoff line right now. Them in Minnesota, points. They set a record 49 shots between the two teams in a 0-0 draw. Dallas only has two games left when yes. everybody else has three. RSL's two points in front of Dallas with mm-hmm. a game in hand. The Dallas could drop out of this if they're not careful. Like they got, they've got to take those points. San Jose's got a brutal schedule down the stretch. Do. Really, RSL, with who they've got, even if they don't win against LA, they ought to finish fifth. By the way, San Jose, um, Almeida getting sent off once again. Hothead, buddy. Fiery guy. I know. The new Mike Petke. Well, so did, well yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Well, and Wondolowski was leading coaches in red cards. And now... Well, he lose Wondolowski for the next match as well because he got sent off. So that would be an interesting combo there. First red card of his career. He'd never gotten a red card. I hadn't noticed that. In Major okay. League Soccer. All right. And well. now he gets one. And on the... On, and on the they, so they yeah. won't... So he won't be playing Phillies coming to town. Correct. They got a midweek game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Seattle comes in, and then they go to Portland. Could be a tough stretch. So it's all set up. RSL shouldn't be lower than the five seed. Yeah. And with a win over the Galaxy. You're sneaking up. You're looking at two three, two or three. Yeah. Home field in one, maybe two games. That'd be which awesome. Which seems unthinkable. And yet there it is. Let's do it. All right. Justin Glad. Here he is, your kryptonite, baby. Remember yeah. a year ago when, oh, when yeah. Zlatan just bull rushed him, knocked him to the ground, and mm-hmm. scored? Yep. He's like, I got to get bigger. I got to get more physical. Well, and I talked chance. to him after that because they lost the Galaxy 2 1 yes. in LA this year, mm-hmm. last, uh, earlier this year. And, and talked to him about that. And there were a couple of those type of plays. He goes, Yeah, it's definitely in my mind. Yep. It's definitely in my mind. Got to do all the other stuff. Footwork's got to be great. Mm-hmm. Reads have to be great. All those steps have to be timely. And then on top of that, you got to be prepared for a guy who just outweighs you by like 50 or 60 pounds. A guy who's so strong and is taller than you by four or five inches. Yeah, Zlatan is, he's truly a lion. He's big. They got to do him some favors. You got to watch those outside backs. Our guy's going to be alive or time and space to deliver the ball. Yeah. They got to be under, they got to keep the pressure when the Galaxy come forward down the sideline because that's yeah. all they're doing. Yeah. Coming down the side and they're feeding and it they're in, crossing it in. Yep. All right, DJ and Yacht Soccer Talk, big game. Javi will be honored Wednesday night. Be there. Be there. Huge game. All right, we'll see you.